And welcome to the Armchair Sports Guys. You, what the? <laughs> you are not a great, great, a very special, very handsome uncle. Uh, Other uh, uncles, disasters. <laughs> contrary to popular belief, you are not a great, great uncle. <laughs> oh, I mean, well, that, the shirt was a gift, Todd. I, I mean, had to take it with me. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. Well when done. Else, I, you know, when else am I going to wear it? It's not that offensive. It's making fun of the guy. So. No, I'm like, <laughs> it's not that offensive. It's offensive to me. Somebody will find this is 2021, Matthew. Somebody will find that shirt offensive. Don't you fret, mon frere. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. You know, you get a nice little gift from the nieces. That's what they truly believe because it's true. And now I have to worry about it. I mean, did, did did they actually buy it? Or was it like a mommy and daddy gift because they don't have jobs yet? Because in yeah. this economy, you know, nobody has a job. Hey, people are crushing the lemonade stands <laughs> on the sidewalk at the end of the driveway, my friend. I love it. This is listen. This is how we start our armchair sports, guys. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's not even political. <laughs> no, I love it. I, You're just it, jealous because it says very handsome. Handsome. Yeah, I have a shirt. Handsome that says, is officially happening. <laughs> One man thrill ride quote. <laughs> It's it's the summer of Matthew, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We're just all living in it. Uh, but again, it's the Armchair Sports guys. Matthew O'Brien with the the very handsome, great great uncle. Uh, Rich Mays, the very Bruin centric, uh, ruffian up in the top, and me, GJ Mitchell, rocking the old school Raleigh Fingers Brewers jersey because that's what you do when you talk about Major League Baseball and the 2021 season. We're gonna get into that. We got our little Bruins recap and preview. Not bad. Not good. But not bad. Celtics still suck. Uh, and uh, and on the the big news of the day, one of the big news is, uh, is the, uh, the NFL 17 game schedule. What that's going to look like? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Um, and Chris Hogan is back, bitches. Yeah, Chris Hogan is back. Uh, we're going to talk about him coming back to New England uh, later on in the show. But, uh, Rich, how are you feeling? Seeing as how Matt Toa took the whole spotlight for the first five minutes of ass grab. I don't feel as good as Matt does. <laughs> That's Not fair. many that's people fair. do, baby. Not many people do. <laughs> that's that's fair. That is fair. Uh <laughs> Rich's luck is just like, yep, yep, that'll that'll do, pig. That'll do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do, donkey. Um so let's get into it. We talked a little Red Sox. Sean uh almost had me convinced to watch this terrible uh, Red Sox team this year. I think I might hate watch them. Um I mean, I mean, listen. Let's right, let's just, saying, let's, but... let's let's just be honest here. I mean, it's a nice little team you got there. Your 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 number one starter is already out probably a month with uh with a dead mm-hmm. arm, you know. Uh, so I'm just gonna call this team is dead ass. Uh, and ass being the uh, the the quantity that I want to uh, emphasize there, uh, because this team sucks out loud. So. Go ahead. Hey, try, try, try and spin it, uh, Matt, uh, why this team's going to be good. You, Matt, you human paraquat. Um, <laughs> Stay out of my beach community. Because <laughs> it's opening day. I mean, how are you, how are you not going to watch baseball on opening day, you know? I watch anybody Red Sox. You can uh, yeah. watch any baseball game. Fine, I'll watch opening day. I ain't watching the Red Sox. But how can you actually call yourself a Boston fan? 
I'm wearing a Brewers shirt. Team. What do you want from me? See, that's what I'm talking about, George. That's what I'm talking about. It's like that movie Celtic Pride. Larry Bird was in the movie when he goes, you know what? Fans like you yep. make me sick. You yep. hate us when we're losing. Love us when we're winning. Yep. You guys ought to learn something about loyal. And he said it with like loyal. It was loyal. weird. Yeah. But he meant loyalty. Yep. And you don't have it, George. You Every single show, you wear something different. Now, maybe it's for fame. Maybe it's just because you're an idiot or you actually think that the Brewers are going to go all the way. I'm going to take it's, the under there. It's for there. fame. It's for it's, fame. It's for fame. Yeah. Well, hey, the link is now going to be uploaded in the bio so you can call George an idiot. Yeah, on give us one. a call. Listen, if you're on Facebook, give us a call. Tell me how sexy this, this authentic Milwaukee Brewers old school Glove logo, fingers on the back, thirty-four on the front, pinstripe blue. It's beautiful. So, but seriously, you're not you're not even gonna you're not gonna watch a couple innings on opening day tomorrow. It's almost tradition here at Fenway Park, I, the only park left in Boston that, or actually, one of the oldest parks next to uh, Wrigley Field. It's the Cathedral of Boston, and you're not even gonna watch it. So why the hell are we even talking about it, bro? Why why did I do why did I do the research? And I, I it sucks that Erod's not starting. I'm concerned about that. We don't have pitching. We're extremely if you thought the Bruins were thin on defense, well, we are like bone thin. I mean, we need to take creatine shakes for this pitching roster starting are starting five here for your one, two, three, four, five. And now Erod goes, who like four years ago, three years ago was our number five. So Am I worried? Of course I'm worried. But how do you not just sit down, grab a beer, and watch opening day? Because I think if you watch opening day on the TV, you still owe John Henry like 40 bucks. I think that's the new rule with the Red Sox organization. If you watch the games on Nesson, you owe them like $40 a pop to watch the games. Because that's just how bad this ownership blows. Dude, how much weed did you smoke after you got <laughs> home from work today? What the hell are you talking about? I hate this ownership group. This game's going to be on Nesson. You don't get yeah. Nesson? Yeah. No, I, I get Nesson. I'm saying the joke. The joke was the fact that you could, you'd have to pay John Henry and the Red Sox because they suck that bad. They just want your money and they don't care the product they put out on the field. No, I'll watch the game. I'll tune in at some point, some way or the other. I'll probably stream it on the computer, at, you know, at some point. But even still, I, I, <clears throat> I'm... Excited because it's baseball and I love baseball. I love the sport. Right. I love, you know, the, the game of baseball in its purest form. I, the Red Sox have no, there's no, again, we, you know, we, we went through the lineup the other day, right? And, and what was it? Kiki Hernandez, Alex Verdugo, Xander Bogarts is a name that I'd, I'd, you know, honestly, I'll pay to say. That you, <laughs> wait, that you know. That I know, right. But and also that I'd pay to see. I mean, I know Verduga. I know Kiki Hernandez. J.D. Martinez, I know. Bobby Dahlback, you know, I know the name. Rafi Devers, obviously, I know him. Hunter Renfro, I know Christian Vasquez. I don't know who the hell Franchi Cordero is and Marwin Gonzalez is. But even then, name a guy that's there that you're there to watch and, and be like, wow, yeah, like you like – perfect example. You were there – you knew when Pedro pitched, you were there to watch Pedro pitch. Oh. You know when David Ortiz was up, you're going to watch David Ortiz. Talking Hall of Famers, bro. Right, but no, but even still, even still. I'm Before talking, they were Hall of Famers. Okay, forget that, but it's you were watching Clemens, right? You were watching Jim Rice. You know, you, I mean, there was a point in time you watched Nomar. I mean, it took you eight hours to watch a Nomar at bat with all the grips and shit, but at mm. least you watched a guy that was a big name star on this team. This team has none. 
And that's the frustrating thing to me is you're not you're, yet. You're, what if a name? Like, what if Alex Verdugo starts hitting three thirty, and he's got uh, we're at the hundredth game and he's an MVP? I mean, you're going to start. That's how these guys come about. I mean, Bogarts was up and coming. He was the net, but he wasn't like nothing like a Pedro. You're Martinez. really, you're like, really, the, but the hype wasn't there for a lot of these guys. And this is yeah, where but, the hype but even, comes. This but even is where then, it grows. even if they didn't have like David Ortiz, wasn't David Ortiz till he became you know in the lineup, right? So you didn't go. To, you didn't when but, David Ortiz uh, was signed. Uh, you didn't go to watch Ortiz. No, but you still had Manny Ramirez there to hit behind him or in front of him. That was there. I don't as think a big when name. Ortiz was signed, was he? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just you had okay, a big throw what? guy. Right, What's but the point, thing Ventura? Is, every every time you turn on a Red Sox uh, game to watch. 90% of the games that I think I've ever watched have always had a big name star on this team. Whether and and I'd say two, a pitcher in the front of the rotation and a a, a, a banger in the middle of the lineup. A guy that's going to smash home runs, is going to be electric either out in the field or in David Ortiz's case, uh, he was just electric at the plate, you know, and, and, and his, he didn't have to play in the field because his hits were, were, I don't want to say double the excitement, but they were just that dramatic of, of moonshots that he had rockets, pits missiles that he used to hit. But at least you'd have a guy in the batting order that could be good in the, with the leather and good with the bat. And you had a front of the line starter. You have nothing of this. Now, am I excited to watch the game? Yeah. I, and I'm going to root for him, but Honestly, look, and, and I'll be honest. I was looking at, uh, I was looking at, you know, the the standings and predictions and whatnot. And I'm going to tell you right now, dude, full yuck. Like this team is going to be screwed. Um, I, I I just can't believe you're saying that with a bunch of people, like with a bunch of guys that play sound baseball. They're not going to make the great play up the middle, but you know what? They're going to get one. They're not going to make a, you know, a double play. They're not, they're not fancy. They're baseball guys. That's, that's exactly what Sean and okay. I were trying to preach. Now you don't go to the park what to the watch baseball guys, talking? sound baseball. You go to the park, especially Fenway to be at Fenway. Now you're not going to go to Fenway, George, because you've already said it. Cause you don't want to pay the ticket to see that product. You don't want to buy the hot dog. You don't want to buy the beer and that's fine. That's your prerogative. Big man. God damn right it is. And even if someone were to, were to say like, hey, you know what? We can get we can get on the house tickets and and food. You still wouldn't go. You just proved your own point because you don't want to watch this team. So I'd go if it you're was not on going the to the game. You're I, not a Red Sox know. fan. No, I'm going to tell you right now. I would definitely go if it was completely on the house. Free tickets, free food, free beer. You know why? Yeah, but you already said you're Red not going to root for this team. It doesn't matter. I'll still go because the Red Sox have taken more from me. So I want to take some beer and money from them. So I'm going for Rich, the this beer. guy went to two games in his entire life. And, and when he was growing up, his dad paid for, for the tickets, the meals and all that. Kid goes to two games. He spends 250 And, you know, within a 12-year span, he thinks the Red Sox owe him something. Yep. All the, time, well. all the time, all the time. Yep. Yeah, I'll agree with you. All the time. <laughs> all the time wasted rooting for this organization, but then to throw my loyalty right in the trash because they lose a couple dollars and they want to reset everything, even though the luxury tax bullshit is exactly that. It wouldn't have been a ton of money, and it would have at least kept the fan base uh, with you for people like me that want you to be competitive. I, all right, I was just looking, and I just happened to be looking through, and I, I'm going to pull up one that I have right here and who is this cbs okay this is cbs sports.com this is the across the board 
all, what, five of these people there have the Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Sox, and Orioles. One through five in that order exactly. So you mean to tell me that the Red Sox is CBS headquartered in New York? Uh, Move on. But even then, even then, you mean to tell me that they are going to be able to put on an entire, like, nobody believes the Red Sox are going to do anything. Barely anybody believes the Red Sox are even going to make the sniff of the playoffs. And that's acceptable nowadays in Boston. That's acceptable nowadays uh, with this, to this rant, to this fan base, that that's acceptable that a competitive team now is considered a team that finishes third or fourth place. That's acceptable here in Boston. That's what you're telling me, Matt, by saying to me that you are okay with rooting for this team and not being judgmental for them and not being pissed because they have literally stolen money out of your pocket <clears throat> by charging by a cable company charging you for Nesson to watch a product that is subpar and forget last year's COVID thing. But even then last year's COVID thing sucked, sucked. And the year before that sucked. Why? Because they don't want to be competitive. They won the fan base over early by winning titles early in their regime as a early in their regime. They won they won four. I, I know four. Oh seven, thirteen, eighteen. It's twenty twenty one, bro. They won three years ago. That's great. They went but from while, worst to first. And then back to, to worst again. again. And that's unacceptable. Did the Yankees do it's that? It's unacceptable no. that they won two titles within under 10 years. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Meanwhile, for the, the Brewers, how many have they won? It's how many unaccept- of your precious Cavs won? Because, okay, but here's the thing. The Buccaneers. Not, yeah, Buccaneers have won two. Two. In, in under 10 years? No, no, one in under 10 Next years. Next question. Okay, so here's the thing. There's a difference. On out, out in Cleveland, I'd be right? Out, out in Cleveland. For a murder. Out in... <laughs> I got no use for this guy. This guy Sir, exactly. you can't say that. You're on the witness stand. Medical. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'll uh, give you the... Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was going to start sputtering like the other uh, lawyer on there. <laughs> um, so in Cleveland, and Cleveland maybe not because they've won a title with the NBA. They're starting to get better with the NFL. So maybe it's a little different in Cleveland. But pre-LeBron, right? Mm. Uh, and even men. Um, so if we forget pre-LeBron. Let's just go to Milwaukee. They don't care about – they're starting to care more about baseball because their team is good. But they're not as passionate and as rabid as a fan base as we are here in Boston. They accept – as much as they don't really, but they accept that they have a losing season because they don't have the payroll that they're spending. They don't have the ownership group that wants to put the dollars behind the team to spend more money, to get better players, to build a winning franchise, a, a, uh, you know, uh, AKA pay for it, so to speak, but they don't even want to do that. So the only fan bases that do are, are, are teams like in Houston. They, their ownership group wants to spend money, wants to bring titles. L.A. Dodgers. That's a piss poor example. Bro. No, no. But hold on. Hold on. Hold on. They spent the money and they brought in people. And they cheated. And they, I, and I'm what not did they do with that money? I'm not. Listen, I'm not disagreeing. Horrible I'm not dis- example. I'm not saying they one. cheated. I'm not saying they cheated. All I'm saying is they spent the money to bring in players to win a title. Dodgers did the same thing. The Yankees do the same thing. The Mets try and do the same thing sometimes, but they fail because they get the terrible players. But at least they're trying to spend. The Braves have done it before. The Mets, Phillies have done it before. Example. But again, Sorry. these teams go out there and they spend the money to get Phillies, the players. Piss poor. So, you mean to tell me that the Bryce Red Sox Harper, aren't? Great signing. Sox? Sucks. 
Hey, the Red that Sox money sucks. Okay, that's fine. But the Red Sox are in that category to spend money to bring a uh, winning and team. You know here. what they do when they actually spend money? They win, George. Then how about how you can spend you deny some that, money? bro? Then how about spending some money? For and- they do. They have. You want them to spend money every year? They win. They've won four titles. Not good enough. Not, not good enough, exactly. Not good because enough. you're the typical asshole Boston that is so just the last 20 years, you've you've had your bottom just lightly touched, and then you know you kind of enjoyed that for, yeah. a, for the last 20 years. Hell yeah, 20 I did. Years. And then your football <laughs> so did team you, went, honey. and they spend money. Bruins, they went out and got even Cam Neely in his speech when they r- raised the uh, banner. He goes, for the resources to go get out and get a championship. That's what people want. Honestly, why would I want to be like this, just f- almost flat and be in the hunt every single year. What, why would I want to be? Because you're in the hunt. Why would I want to be in the hunt like the Boston Celtics? Take away 2008. Why would I want to be the Boston Celtics? Because that's they go totally to the Eastern different. Conference Finals no almost every cap. other year and they Baseball. don't win and they still spend money. Red Sox, they develop, they've developed Mookie Betts, JBJ. Gone. Gone. Uh, I know they're gone, George. Bad examples, but you know what? next. But you know what? <laughs> what? But you know what? You don't know who Verdugo is. You don't know Kiki yet. You don't know what Dawback can do. And we still have chances. Or this is pretty much his last leg, Raphael Devers. But he's still 21 years old. We could probably still get something for him. But he, this is also his year to shine. We got rid of Ben Attendi. I understand all that. But what I'm saying to you do, is, do you even have nine guys on the, the team, team that, on, that has spent have... money? <laughs> Has are spent money and has won championships. Are but they then pulling you're homeless gonna... guys away to play like third and shortstop? I mean, do they can even can they even feel the roster right now? Uh, yeah, they can. I mean, we we Sean named his lineup and you didn't even know half of them. So I didn't. I don't even know why neither I'm going did, down this rabbit neither hole. Neither did you. <laughs> I knew Verdugo. I knew Kiki. I knew Dobrik. I I knew Hernandez is going to start behind the plate. I knew Erod's out. I knew Evaldi, who's going to be the starting pitcher uh, tomorrow. The, the thing is, the Red Sox have spent money. They didn't want to hit the salary cap with, what, Castillo? Because he's hitting 310 in AAA. It, maybe he, did, he didn't deserve – they didn't just want him to be brought up is what I'm trying to say. And they didn't want to pay the $7 million luxury tax because he – for what? A fourth outfielder? Come on. Come on, George. You're better than that. You're better than no, that. And you're, and you're, and you're piss poor examples, bro, of Philly. Philly – when when do they win the World Series? Who else did you name? Houston. They cheated, bro. Uh, what was the LA, other one? The Dodgers. Yankees. They go out and spend every single dollar, and they still have finished yeah. last. And they no, still they have don't. finished last. They don't yes, finish they last. Look it up, bro. Between 2015, 2016, 2019, they were they were horrible. They weren't even in the conversation. I'm I'm pretty sure the Yankees Boston rivalry didn't even exist. Didn't even exist. What was the other team that you named? Oh, you, the Brewers are starting to spend money because they think they have a good team. No, the Cubs, they spend money. They won a World Series. They got they got their whatever, the gold out of there. And then they and then they dipped a little bit. Teams are going to spend money. What do you want, bro? An average salary, the raise, like a raise salary or a cap? To no, win? but I'd hate to Just spend Just so you second. can pay $4 for a beer, you drunk? Yes. Yeah. Anything. Yes. Yes. Don't wait. You don't want to pay four dollars for a beer? <laughs> Come on. That that that's some bullshit right there. We know you do. All I'm saying is, if you're gonna spend the highest payroll in baseball, have something better than whatever's called a Kiki Hernandez on your team. That's all. 
I think it's kind of provocative, and the folks will love it. <laughs> Rich, uh, you've been uh, a quiet <laughs> observer. Um, <laughs> go ahead, sir. Hold on. All right. Sorry. Um. Fucking asshole. <laughs> what? Sorry, man. I had to sit there. For no, not you, Rich. I mean, George. <laughs> <laughs> not um, you at all, Rich. George. What was the original question? What do I think the Red Sox are going to be like this year? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, crap. They're going to be crap. They're going to hit the ball, but they can't throw the ball. They've been absolutely terrible pitching last year. They were good hitting. Um, let's see. Uh, the reason that we're pissed is is not just because we feel entitled, but it's because as a the Boston Red Sox franchise is one of the most oldest and iconic, and in no way, shape, or form should we be suffering through seasons where there, you can't name a single player off the top of your head. Um, you know, and yeah, they I do. Just spend, call you, I just call almost, you not a base, not a Red Sox fan if you can't name one person on this roster. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, um, I understand you're frustrated, yeah. and I get it too. But I mean, guys, at least just pick up a pick up the sports page in the Herald on Sundays. Well, I do. Um, or, or if you uh, want to go to the Globe and read Shaughnessy's, I get it. Red Sox won it in 2018. I think he was still pissed. No, I mean I'm happy that they win and all, but it's just. Uh, uh, you know, we can't have these up and down seasons. Like they spend money, I was starting to say, but like 200 million of it is stuck on Chris Sale. Um, you know, they just... yeah, and they good point, but they had to use him. I mean, you saw what he did in that playoff in that championship. Is it worth yeah, it? Yeah, he's been broken yes. for two years. I mean, it's a I, I agree. investment because they wore him and they drove him into the ground, and now he can't even play. I I, I agree, but we won a title. Here's the thing, Tom Brady, if we made that trade and kept Jimmy G, we sent him to San Francisco and we didn't win any titles, not worth it. But we held on to Brady, got rid of Garoppolo, and we won, well, with Garoppolo was the one, and then we won two more. Worth it. To me, even if you won one, it's worth it. That's good, but I'd rather story, see a team but... that wins one and is still good every year than wins one and sucks for two years and and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, but, but I mean, just nailed it. I'd rather right have a healthy EKG. I don't care if we win in 2018 and then we lose in 2019. If we win in 2020, what are you guys complaining about? You're talking almost every other year here, boys. Yeah, but I don't want the up and down, up and down, up and down. Frostbite out here. Listen, I don't want the healthy EKG. I want the you just. Well, you've never had one, so we know that. <laughs> that makes a baker's dozen, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I'm sorry I gotta yep. cut this short, but I got some stuff nope. going on. Go ahead, off. go ahead, yep, man. No problem, Absolutely, thanks, uh, Rich, for joining us, and yep. uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll be able to come back. If not, no, no worries. Uh, and it'll be just Matt and I riding it. So again, I get to yell at you some more and, and prove that I'm right, which is always nice to hear. I mean, um, in one ear out the other because I don't <laughs> want to completely fill my head with bullshit. <laughs> and this is why we're friends. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so all right let's allegedly just, yeah allegedly yeah let's not let's not uh <laughs> let's not extrapolate that friend verb too far out um all right so give me your give me your al east how does it finish um blue jays yanks red sox orioles race Orioles, I think, will be your – not saying typical Orioles. I like that team, but the Blue Jays are going to have a really good team. Is Can their pitching hold up? Uh, I know they have some some injuries, but uh, Yankees, another team, if they continue to hit and they stay healthy, then they're number two, possibly number one. Red Sox, I'll be, I'll be the first one to admit I'm biased. If we stay healthy, which we're not off to a good start with Erod. But with sales come back, if we can hang on to the all-star break, if sale comes back after 60 games, say 70 games, comes back and he's 80% of what he is, I think that's a huge momentum booster. Maybe if we need to do something at the, the trade deadline. Um, and I think the Orioles are going to fall off just because I think they're too young. And the Rays losing one of their best pitchers. Uh, you know, I, Last year's season was perfect for teams like the Rays, the Orioles. Yep. It's 60 games. We talked about it. Um, kudos to I, – I can't – he signed a big deal with the Padres. Um, the lefty oh, uh, there. Freddy Tatis? No, uh, the pitcher from the Rays. Oh, uh, um, Snell. 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 Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, he, he showed, you know, balls. Yeah. And he brought, yeah. brought him to the World Series. So – that's what I pictured the Rays to do. It's 60 game season. That's perfect for for a roster like that. So, yeah, I mean, Blue Jays are in. I mean, my front runner right now. Um, but I also think morale will be better. I think Cora is going to bring back morale. Morale. I mean, Cora is well respected. He admitted what he did, knew he was wrong, took his punishment like a man, and then you move on. I mean. That's just that's just what it is. I mean, now as far as the other, you know, divisions, I I don't really think. I mean, I think the AL East is still one of the top, but I don't know. I I, I don't look at the Dodgers. Look at the Padres. Padres are going to be good this year. Yeah, Dodgers are always going to be good. It just <clears throat> it just feels like so. Well, we'll get we'll get to the uh the 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 rest of the AL and NL. We'll. We'll do a quick uh, prediction for each, and then, um, you know, we'll get to who wins the AL and NL titles, and then who gets to the World Series. I will give you my finishing five at the end of the season in the AL East. Uh, finishing in the basement, Baltimore Orioles. Respectfully, they just suck. They suck out loud. Um, in fourth, the Toronto – I mean, the uh, sorry, the Tampa Bay Rays. Um I, again, I, I'm with you losing Snell. Uh, they had another pitcher that left. Uh, they just, again, like you said, it, last season, the, the, the COVID 60, uh, the, the race mm. to 62 or whatever it was, um, that was unique for them. And I think that was very advantageous. I mean, hell, they, they won a couple games going by on uh, openers, you know, like every like third or fourth start, they had an opener, you know, a guy right. come in and pitch an inning or two. And then, you know, so I, I, they, they're a team that can do that. Kevin Cash is a hell of a manager, you know, so I, he'll have those guys going good. Third, Red Sox, but out of the playoff picture. Um, they're only going to be third because 
Again, Baltimore blows and Tampa can't sustain that. Their their methodology of winning, their thought process of winning isn't sustainable in the uh, in this MLB. Um, so the Red Sox, by default, are the winners of the losers. Uh, the Yankees, they finish second. They'll get a wild card spot. And then the Blue Jays are going to be runaway favorites and winners of the AL East. I mean, you look at that. You look at that lineup. You've got, you know, um, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, Biggio, yeah, that's another guy that needs to break you know, out. He breaks out. I think that's going to help the Jays. Marcus Simeon, uh, uh, Kevin Biggio, uh, Guriel. They just picked up George Springer, even though he's on the 10 day DL. Um, they got Ryu. They've got Tanner Rourke. Uh, Steven Matz is a good pitcher for them. So um, I think this team is going to be absolutely stacked. Um, and I'm going with the Blue Jays <clears throat> as the AL East winner. Uh, American League Central, honestly. Kind of a toss up. For that. <sighs> at least uh, at least the top three, I feel. Yeah, White Sox, Twins, and Indians, I think you're mm-hmm. top three. The mm-hmm. Royals, Tigers, I, I mean, if the Tigers... The are Royals probably, seem to be the, the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, right. They can finish third or fourth because the Tigers just suck out loud. They're going to finish last. Uh, if I had to pick, I think I'm going with the... I think I'm going with the Twins. I think just they're... I don't know, I just like to make up their, their team. I think they're solid lineup, and I think they can beat up on the dregs of the Royals and Tigers and, and do better than 50 over the Indians, you know, over 50%. Um, who do you got winning the East? I mean, the central, I should say. Uh, I'm going with the white Sox. I think they just got too many weapons this year. It's about side those. It's about time. The South side of Chicago gets wet. Um, <laughs> they have a strong, they have strong pitching. They have uh, strong hitting. They have, I mean, they had, some good up and comers um, throughout the years, you know, I mean, with, with the exception of the, the right fielder, Adam Eaton, I mean, that guy I think was like in the f- maybe f- 17th round. Yeah. So I didn't never expected him to last this long, but he's one of those, he's one of those pain in the ass batters. I mean, he guy gets on base a lot. Jose Abreu, let's not forget him. I mean, potential, you know, big name um, in, in the MLB, uh, Moncada, however you say it, yep. third base. So I'm going White Sox, Twins. I'm going with Indians, Royals, Tigers. All right. And I uh, kind of feel bad because I love Terry. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh, for the West, um, I think it's kind of really the Astros above everybody. Uh, even though they lost Springer, I still think they're a good team. I know they cheated and all that other crap, but I still think collectively they're a pretty good team. They're built to play in that dome just the way um, it's set up and they, you know, their strengths are to that. I think the Angels, again, you still got Mike Trout, the best player in baseball. I, I think he could, you know, be good, but the Angels teams generally kind of suck. And I think the athletics are sort of in that same mix. I think the Mariners and the Rangers are, I don't want to say out of it right now, but uh, I think they're basement dwellers themselves um, in there. Who do you got winning the West? Uh, this one's kind of a, I mean, it's yes. Houston, this is kind of a weak division, right? I mean, oh, very weak division. Horrible. Uh, yeah. I mean, if 
especially 60% of the votes cr- coming across the board for your, for the angels. And then, then the athletics uh, in third. So Astros, angels, athletics, Mariners possibly could be sneaky, good, but not, not that good. And then right. of course the Rangers in last place. All right. Uh, the NL East, um, a couple people I've seen have picked the, the, the Mets, I'm going to be honest. I think it's a Braves division to lose. I think Philly and the Mets are going to battle for second. I think the winner of that second place does go on to play in the wild card. I think this is a pretty tough division, top to bottom Braves, Mets, Phillies, Nationals. I have it with the Marlins finishing in fifth. I Mm -hmm. think there's a lot of frigging work that needs to go into the Marlins franchise. Um, And Derek G has got an uphill climb to get past those four respectfully uh, juggernauts as far as, you know, teams with some thumpers all around their batting, a batting order and have some people that are also, um, that are also good, you know, good, good pitching arms, good young pitching arms. Um, So that will be something to see. Rich is back. Thanks for jumping back on with us. Appreciate you kid. You got to turn your phone there, bud. Sideways. There Which, uh, we go. So uh, welcome back there. Yeah, yeah. So we're just talking oh, the uh, even no. celebrities like me have family problems that they have to squash on now and again. <laughs> All right, no worries, bro. Hey, no, no worries, Mister Kardashian. You can take George. I, I, I can't disagree with you on the NL East. I, I'm actually. So I think it is the Braves to lose. Although a lot of people have the Mets taking over the division. I don't know where they're getting the projected 92 wins for the New York Mets. But when you have a lineup like Acuna, Freddie Freeman, uh, Ozuna, uh, Swanson's your sixth hitter. He's the shortstop. And then you have the pitching that they come come with. And you saw what they did last year in the playoffs. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm biased there because I'm my favorite team, our second favorite team is the Braves, but I'm going Braves, Mets. Wait, what's Nationals. that? You like another team? You like ah, another second, sports team? Ah, second how dare you, team. sir? I know. How dare, you like, how dare you like another team that's blasphemous? Hey, it doesn't matter. When the Red Sox, who could be 0-60 by the All-Star break, mm-hmm. if they play – are they having international league play this year? I don't – I don't believe so. It doesn't matter. If they play the Braves, I root for the Red Sox. Unlike unlike George, that uh, you know, if the Mets are in first place, he's a Mets fan, or the Yankees are in first place, he's hey, a Yankees. I can attest, he's like the Brewers as long as I've known him. I met this ugly bastard. No he's like one. every single team, Rich, as long as you've known him. The Buccaneers, <laughs> the Brewers. Buccaneers. He got a LeBron shirt 18 years ago when they signed with the Cavs, and then he's a Cavaliers fan. I never said I was a Cavs fan. I don't remember that. He's I always never said I was a Cavs fan. Always yeah, a Bruins fan. <clears throat> Anywho, it's a league yeah, game, anyway. Smokey. So they may have a minute and a half to catch up on the 45 minutes you fuckers have had yapping at each other while I'm sitting here with my thumb up my ass. Go ahead, sir. I thought you were talking to your family. That's weird. <laughs> First of all, to go way back to, I think, minute four of our show, there are three <laughs> reasons to do things in life, Matthew. For the money, for the glory, and for the fun, but mostly the money. Um, Yeah, that's why we're on the show. Yeah. Um, Also, to speak to George's uh, apparent, you know, pan fandom here, he's like the Deadpool of sports fans. He'll take on anybody, no matter what. (laughs) Hell yeah. 
even when teams are bad, we like football and hockey and baseball enough to be able to sit through a San Diego. I mean, I can't tell you back in the day when I was like 13, how many late night Friday night baseball Padre Dodgers games I watched when I could give two shits about either team, but I love baseball. So I watch them. Even now, once we're done chatting, I'm going to go upstairs and watch the game of the week on NBCSN because I don't give a shit who's playing. It's hockey, baby. I put a little bit of music in the air. Um, and listen, the one loyalty that's owed by the team went to their fans because we're loyal to them no matter what is they owe it to us to put a team on the field that doesn't suck ass. Okay, so who would you like? What were you going to gone after this, this offseason? Well, sure, that's was gone. Been, uh, Garrett Richards, who hasn't pitched a full season in like six years, or uh, Matt Andrees, who was a Tampa Bay castaway, or I heard you somebody getting a boner for Kiki Hernandez. Um, yeah, utility infielders are always the rage. Marlon Gonzalez <laughs> is a goddamn cheater. Hunter Renfro batted like a buck 80. Yeah, he hit 10 home runs, but he struck out the other 90% of the time. And I will tell you, you mentioned him earlier, and earlier I was doing um, some, you know, back-checking. Alex Verdugo is actually the star of this team. He tied in runs, hits, doubles, and batting average. He was the highest-ranked Red Sox amongst the league. Um, he had 15 doubles, man, in 60 games. That's pretty good. You give that kid a full season at Fenway, he might have 40. I mean, who knows? I don't know him that well, and I know he's been damaged goods. I don't know if that's physically or mentally or what, but right now he's our star. And if you look at their – and I know you guys probably already talked about this. Their rotation is dog shit. Like, legit yep, dog I've, shit. I've agreed. They're very thin. So thin. they're a softball team this thin. year. They're, they're not existent. But they can't hit. And teams like the Yankees, the Blue Jays, the White Sox, the Twins, and the Astros are going to run the league, and the Red Sox are going to be on the outside looking in. I and never said the Red Sox were going to finish in first. I just no, don't I'm think they're going to finish were, in I'm dead last. Given my opinion, since, you know, I listen to both of yours. <laughs> <laughs> I love Rich. I yeah, well, love Rich. <laughs> we just figured that, you know, here's a deadbeat, a loser, somebody in the community won't give a shit about. <laughs> well, aren't you? <ya? laughs> aren't you? Well, Yeah. <laughs> I do also agree with you that the Braves, the Mets are like a shiny turd. They're the Dallas Cowboys of baseball. They buy up all the free agents. <laughs> that was the other one that, that George was mentioning, that they spend a lot of money. And they've been winning. <laughs> they haven't won, Dick. The Mets, the Mets the haven't da- been good in 20 years. The oh, wait, Dallas Cowboys of baseball. The, Royal. <laughs> the Mets played one of the worst World Series ever when they played the Royals. What was that, 08? Yeah, goddamn Royals. Was it 08? No, uh, when the Royals won? No, 2015. That was, that was, that was, Sorry, Samson, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, was gonna say that was more recent. <laughs> well, uh, let's let's go with Richie. Let's hit the Central. Um, it looks like from what I've seen that everybody thinks the Cardinals are gonna rule the world. Um, I don't think so. I think this is the year the Cardinals fall off a bit. Um, I think it's gonna be because of injuries. I think their team's a little older. I think they need to. I think they're going to have some guys that just, you know, aren't going to be able to hack at the 162, especially coming from last year. Honestly, I'm not saying this because I'm wearing the shirt, but yes, I am saying it because I'm wearing the shirt. 
I think this is the Brewers year uh, in this division. I think they are going to take off uh, like a, a, a frog at a hot plate mm-hmm. and, um, and take the national league central rich. I'll start with you on this. Who do you like in the central? Um, well, you know, what? I was leaning toward the Cardinals until I got a good look at their statistics, their age of their cornerstone players. Like you were mentioning, Gabby Molina's 37, Goldschmidt 32, Matt Carpenter's 34. And then you look at their rotation, Adam Wainwright, who I can't believe he's still got an arm. He's 38. I mean, their best players, their longest tenured Cardinals are ancient. So I don't see how they're going to have a shot against a team like the Brewers, actually, who's, you know, fairly young. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I know Kristen Yelich has been in the league for a while, but um, that dude has developed into one of the best hitters in the league. What the Marlins had him. Imagine the outfield the Marlins would have. Marcelo Zuna and Kristen Yelich. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Yep. Um, so, you know, uh, yeah, I'd say probably the Brewers in the Central this year. What, what did we say for the East? The Braves? I said the Braves, yeah. Yeah, I, I Braves, said the Braves Mets. and the yeah. Mets. Uh, Maddie, who do you like uh, for the Central? Um, I mean, it's a, I think it's a toss-up. I'm only going to go with the Cardinals just because, just because they have big big names. And, yeah, I think age can be – I mean, age is obviously a factor, Like, but you still have the leadership with Molina. Uh, then I'm going Brewers. I can't even believe the Cubs got – at least at what I'm looking at here, got about like 40% of the vote to finish second place. I think the Cubs are going to potentially finish third, maybe even fourth. Sneaky good Reds team in there. Unfortunately, uh, the Pirates are in fifth place across the board. Yep. But Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, close with Cubs, Reds, but then Reds fourth and then Pirates. And then in the NL West, uh, it's pretty much the Dodgers across the board for what I see and the Padres across the board for two. Giants are the majority of third with the Diamondbacks uh, in fourth and the Rockies in fifth. Honestly, I think this is going to be a great, great two-man run between San Diego and L.A. I'll only give L.A. the nod for the regular season because they've been there before they're coming off being champs they're coming off being this you know this team that you know is the up and coming team that everybody wants to beat now this is like their time to shine like they're almost their time to win a couple of different titles kind of like what the Braves were in the 90s like this is their their run but to be honest I would not count out the Padres. I think the step Padres team is sneaky good. They're hungry. I think they're a little pissed off from last year. Um, I think this 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 is going to be a hell of a race uh, and a hell of a uh, uh, a run to watch this season. Matt, we'll start with you on this one. What do you what do you think well, uh, got, on the West? They got big names. I mean, I'm looking at. It's kind of funny. I think we googled the same thing, and their half their team is still in pictures of their former teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Hugh Darvish is still like an attack. Like he's still going to. Yeah. Yes. But Manny Machado. So he's in, he's in his Padres, but then Musgrove, uh, of course, for Fernando Tatis, probably one of the best shortstops in the league. If not one of the most entertaining ball players in the league right now, love him, love him. Young uh, Hosmer brings a lot at first base, including his leadership. He's going to be a steady there. Um, 
the guy that we just talked about, Blake Snell, who's also listed here in his uh, Tampa Bay Rays uniform. I mean, lefty pitcher, starter. Uh, they have a lot of weapons, man. I mean, so I'm – yeah, regular season, good, good prediction, but I just can't agree with you that much. So I'm going Padres, Dodgers, Giants, Diamondbacks, and uh, tap the Rockies. All right. And, Rich, what say you on this division? Um, on the strength of what looks like a phenomenal three-man rotation for San Diego, I have to go with San Diego over the Dodgers. And I think the Dodgers – one through eight have more firepower on the lineup. Um, but I think Hugh Darvish, Blake Snell, they play in the giant ass ballpark anyway. Their earned run averages are going to be ridiculous. Yep. So <clears throat> it, uh, yeah, definitely Padres, Dodgers, and then it doesn't really matter. All right. Um, well, let's uh, let's get to some uh, without getting too crazy into you know how it's going to be what not, um, and going through who's going to be the first wild card and whatever. I want who your AL pennant winner is and your NL pennant winner is, and then who your World Series uh, champion is. And I am going to start with you, so uh, Matt. I'll start with you real quick. Uh, <clears throat> um. So I was going to, so I thought we were going, all right. So pennant, I was, this sucks because I, I can't stand this fucking organization, this fucking team and their fucking pinstripes. <laughs> so I think the Jays are going to blow them, blow regular season out of the water. However, yeah. playoffs are different. As we found out, Yankees take the AL pennant. Um, I was thinking of some white Sox making a run there, but, it's just, I think the Yankees will be across the board. Now the NL is going to be interesting. Everybody has Dodgers, uh, Padres, maybe some Braves in there. Uh, yes. Those three teams. I'm going to ride the San Diego Padres, man. I think something's going to happen to the Dodgers. That is, you have too many names, too much money, too many attitudes. You hope they get along. I mean, I just pray for Mookie Betts that he doesn't get sucked into some of the attitudes on those teams. And yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> all right. Um, I don't say anything too bad. All right. Um, <laughs> so Padres, Yankees. Sorry. Padres, Yankees. Yes, Who wins sir. the World Series? My uh, World Series. <sighs> Gun to my head. Yankees. That's the only time you're ever allowed to admit that in public. Yeah. All right. Got a gun to your head. <laughs> Rich, who's your AL East? <laughs> who's your AL East uh, and uh, NL East? Um, I mean, AL, AL, AL and NL, AL and NL champions, pennant winners. Yeah, do it. The the AL is going to be the Yankees. Click. Okay. Yep, we should ask um, Bill Shanahan, who likes to mouth off to the armchair sports guys, what his pr- his his predictions are. Tell Bill Shanahan to call in. Hey, you know Bill, you couldn't answer one correct thing he's... on Jeopardy, bro. He goes, "I was predicting this or Jeopardy. I think I'll go with Jeopardy." <laughs> LOL, or laughing my ass off. <laughs> he um, he's gonna be sad now. Um, he can't celebrate August eighth anymore. There's 17 games. 
Well, it could be August it's 9th. That's fine. Statistically impossible for the Cowboys to finish 8-8 eight eight anymore. Well, well, August 9th or, or even better, uh, it could be uh, 7-10, July 10th. Yeah. Pair of snowmen or is that the Dallas Cowboys record? <laughs> or are you happy to see me? So Yanks are the uh, the the AL champs. Uh, who you got in the uh, the NL? I think it's going to be a callback to the ancient times of 81, 78, and 77. And it's going to be the Dodgers and the Yankees all over again. Except this time the Dodgers will beat their sorry asses. It ain't got Reggie Jackson anymore. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm writing mine down. So I'm like you. I hate this filthy organization. Um, and I really dis dislike rooting for them and, and, and knowing they exist even. But I feel like they are going to lose to the Blue Jays. And the Blue Jays are going to take it and win the American League. I think they are going to surprise the Yankees. Uh, I think the Yankees have a lot of holes that you have to worry about. Um, I know they got the big bats, but I mean, you know, Judge is basically like, you know, Pedro Serrano, throw the guy a curveball and he can't hit it. You know what I mean? So, Stick um, up for you, Jobu. Yeah, exactly. I so it's you. like, so for me, I, I think you can, I think you can pitch around the Yankees Pedro hitters. 510. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could pitch around the hitters and I think you can, um, I think you can um, take their bullpen, you know, deep. I, I mean, yeah, you got to roll as Chapman who throws 115,000 miles an hour. But if you never get to the guy, you don't have to worry about it. So um, I think the Blue Jays, I just, plus I think the Blue Jays are just that young and hungry team. Um, and they're going against another young and hungry team. And that is going to be your Brewers. I think this year, and I'm not kidding just because I'm wearing this shirt, I really am serious. I think the Brewers have a team right now that I think they can actually beat a team like the Dodgers or the Padres who could be in it with them. And I think the Brewers just have this team that I think they are going to be the team to beat. And they're going to beat the Blue Jays because the Blue Jays are good. They're hungry, but they're not seasoned enough to win a title this year. The Brewers are. Far out. So that is it. I'm the walrus. Um, yes, walrus. Rich. Well, we didn't get that uh, because you were on a quick uh, timeout. Um, what is your prediction for the AL East, top to bottom? Who you got? My prediction? Yes, sir. Pain. <laughs> and that's how we end that segment, folks. <laughs> uh, the Central, uh, White Sox in the West, uh, the Cheaters. I mean, the Astros. Okay. Uh, how about the uh, AL East? Oh, well, the Spankies, if I picked them for the pennant, what place no, do you I, think I'd pick for them in the East? No, no. Uh, how about the Red Sox? Where do you think they finish? Oh, last. Oh, oh. <laughs> behind the Orioles? Wow. Trash. They're hot trash. They are. The Red Sox are going to be hot trash this year. Hey, there's still some good food in that hot, hot trash. <laughs> You've heard it here, folks. Harvest. Yeah. Verdugo, <laughs> uh, Devers. <clears throat> you know, bad. Bad animals don't always digest everything they eat. There's a lot of perfectly edible pieces you can still find afterward. <laughs> All right. Can we just get back, fuck the metaphors, and just move on? <laughs> uh, well, let's, uh, now that we got a little MLB preview, uh, let's get to uh, some Bruins. Nice win. 
gritty win last night against the Devils. Come rally down, two down. Um, your your boy Nick Ritchie got his big ass in the way. Gets his tenth. Um, oh, Marshan gets it. McAvoy and Chris get there. there as well. Um, oh, I mean, in in the shootout, <clears throat> holy shnikes! I mean, Charlie Coyle had a move, and then Pasternak came in with some absolutely full yuck mix. That was smooth. That was like a fresh jar of skippy. Almost it off the post, though. Oh, but Coyle's got it right on the inside. Too. Coyle's yeah. move was filthy too. Um, Coyle would look like he was—he uh, <clears throat> looked like he just came out of the Squire and had about fifteen thousand <laughs> beers. He was like this and that and that, and then he just happened to like get his car keys and just put it right in the keyhole in one shot. Like I was like. He, is he's? I, I thought the whistle was gonna blow because I thought he stopped for yeah, a second, right? And then it's gonna be waved off. It's like, nope, you can't stop. I just, but, I'm just excited about the reference of the squire on this yeah. show. That's yeah. phenomenal, right now. Times. That's it. Yes. Yeah. I, hey, I have a great he, story. He found his key and he just went <laughs> boom, boink right, right in. in. I mm. love it. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a good win. Hopefully, it's something they can build on. Uh, starting to get some of their guys back. Um, still no Tuca. Uh, still no Tuca. Still no Miller. Still no, yep. Ghost. Tuca's a ghost. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name was back, though? Um, Carlo. Carlo was back. Yep. Um, so, Dabrowski, uh, yeah. even though he stinks, he's out. He's been yep. out with COVID. So, guys starting to come back, so starting to look good. Uh, they've got a game uh, tomorrow. Dude, it doesn't get any easier from here. Yeah, well, no. Well, we, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, we've we've even said that as well, um, you know, looking at the, um, you know, at the schedule and, and what you got. You were supposed to have, you know, the, the, the longer uh, homestand, uh, you know, with games being moved right, around. but Buffalo. Right, right. But uh, but you got Pittsburgh tomorrow uh, Saturday afternoon another afternoon game which is awesome and then Philly uh, on a back to back coming up Monday and yeah, see, Tuesday of next week on a home Philly I'm not as worried about Pittsburgh I'm extremely worried about yep and then um, so that next Tuesday's uh, little mini road trip Philly Washington Philly <clears throat> and then Washington at home. Oh shit! That's my birthday. I mean, now I know. Next seven: Pittsburgh, Philly, Capitals. They're playing the Flyers three times. Yep. Yep. That should be six points. They yeah. split I agree. The Penguins. That's eight. Well, they I mean, maybe get an OT loss against the Capitals. That's nine points in the next seven games. Hopefully, optimistically. Well, I mean, if you look at the last uh, half of this uh, this month, their last ten games. They're facing Buffalo five times, so those should also be wins. But <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Their final games, though, they finish the season playing the Islanders and the Capitals. It finishes off. They played uh, their last two, five. They six, also have seven seventeen effing games. <laughs> oh yeah, no shit. So no we're shit. gonna need some help from the boys down in uh, Providence, or excuse me, Marlboro, Massachusetts, playing yeah. at the New England Sports Center, right where. It's uh, about five minutes off the highway. I'm not driving off that highway to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to that place. 
I don't blame you. <laughs> I'll go Not for the hot dogs. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. They still charge, uh, you know, garden prices Buck there. 50. If you go. Oh, all right. 50. Okay. Good. 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 So reasonable. That's what right. happens when you know you have like men's league and you get guys like George on the ice. Why? Nobody wants to see that product. (laughs) Listen, people pay to see me play hockey. Let me tell you right now. Big money, bro. Big pay you to leave. You tell them about the game than actually watch you play it. Hey, that's they want to do that too. I'm fine with that. Hmm. Um, There was something I wanted to talk about on the Bruins. Oh, Marshan. Boy. I, I thought he was really good last night. I thought his maturity um, and his leadership showed. Uh, and I say maturity, you know, maybe I don't want to say he jumped the guy respectfully, but you know, jumped the guy and they they wrestled and they only got two minutes. But he should have gotten five. You know, should have um, had the high hat trick, baby. Yep. Um, so I, I I liked what they're doing, but again, Bruce Cassidy said you can't have your first line always scoring. So they need the secondary scoring. And and the question now becomes, you're getting closer to the trading deadline. <clears throat> In this moment right now, I'm going to ask you both at once, and Rich, I'll start with you on this one. Are you a buyer or are you a seller if you're Don Sweeney? Hmm. That's a tough question. I mean, I think when the Bruins are playing at their best, they can, can certainly can compete, maybe not beat, the likes of Tampa Bay or Vegas, but they can compete with the Penguins and the Capitals and the Blackhawks and those goddamn teams. But, I mean, we can't rely on our starting goalie, our Elite starting goalie, who's a goddamn ghost these days. Um, but you look at the bottom of the lineup, Wagner, Crowley, Bjork, and Coyle, minus eight, minus seven, minus five, and minus four. And their points, they have their, their, Negative uh, plus minus compared to their points, four points, four points, five and nine. Once you get past the top four guys on this team, it, it the scoring disappears. There is none. Nick Ritchie's the hungry, hungry hippo. The only reason he's getting goals is because he's the only dude big enough to stand there and get railed on and punch pucks in front of the net. And we just scored our first five on five goal against the Devils, the goddamn Devils, a mix of high school and beer leaguers. Who have so many woods on their team, they should rename themselves the goddamn New Jersey Forest. <clears throat> you know, once you get past Marshan and, and Bergeron, Pasternak, only and you can Roy, prevent forest fires. That's right. They're <laughs> trash. And like Krejci, yes, he's got 21 points or 22 points, but 21 of them are assists. And most of them come on the power play where he's feeding Marshan and Bergeron and Pasternak. So he's not helping his line score even strength. There is no even strength scoring past the top line. It's ridiculous. And, you know, this calls back to a few weeks ago, because I know I missed last week. But And I'm goddamn happy Bruce Cassidy's calling his men out. I'm glad he's calling these guys out publicly, saying, you guys aren't doing enough. You guys suck right now. There's not enough of that. Athletes get to, you know, you get paid. Like, when I go to work, you know, or any of us go to work, we don't go to work and take a day off because, oh, we worked hard three days in a row. We worked hard two days in a row. You get paid to play a sport. All you do centers around playing that game. You're told when to go to bed. You have people who make food for you. You have people who bring you places. Play the fucking game. There's no time to take games off in the pros, Jake, fat-ass the brusque. I mean, you know, and 
our, our leadership, again, we make bad decisions. We signed Kevin Miller. Oh, and he got hurt. I don't know who could have saw that coming a mile away. Mr. Fucking Magoo could have saw that coming. I mean, honest to God, some of the personnel decisions we've made are just embarrassing because it ties us up. We can't do anything that we really need to do to improve the team. And then we say, oh, there's another year gone by and the core gets older. I mean, Bergeron can't play forever. Martian's only 32, 33. He's got some time. But Bergeron's like, I think, 36. You know, 35, 37, 30, 35, 34. I mean, these guys aren't going to be around forever. And obviously, we see there's nothing in the pipeline. You know, Darth Vader's amazing two games aside. You know, we're going to, about to enter the dark times of, of Boston Bruin hockey if – you know, they don't start making some smart choices and bringing in, you know, players that can put the fuck in the puck in the fucking net. It's, it's embarrassing. So I, the rant. so I take it. Rich wants to sell. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you. Right, but you can, there's not, a, there's not enough bait out there to sell. No, 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 listen, no, no, listen, I'm, I'm all about it, Rich. You, you had the floor. Right. I love it. Away. I'm a roast base me. Two more things real quick. Uh, Brandon Carlo, it's nice to see him back, but he soon will be a cautionary tale. Um, and considering, speaking of trades, Taylor Hall better not come anywhere near this team. That radioactive fuck bucket better not end up on the Bruins because we already got some dudes that you can see drag ass and don't put out. And we don't need a guy like that who, you know, instantly lights up every bar he's around because, you know, he glows that brightly. He's going to ruin whatever fragile chemistry this team has still. And, he, you know, there's... It's fragile. I'm it's very fragile. Very fragile. And I don't think Sweeney would have the biscuits to pull that shit off in the first place. So Rich wants to just line the entire team up and kick, take an AK <laughs> and just shoot them all. Not all, man. I, I just, I'm still laughing at the fact Rich, that did Taylor... anything good happen today? <laughs> Both of you, seriously. Red Sox, they suck. I'm not watching them. You probably have to pay John Henry to watch him on TV. Uh, come on. Bruins suck. Bruins suck. Jake DeBrus, the fat eye, like, we need a day off. The guy got COVID. He can't play if even if he wanted to. Even when he was playing, it was like he wasn't playing. I know, but you called him fat <laughs> fucking Jake DeBrusk. I'm like, well, even though he sucks this year, and I want him gone, but we can't trade him for even a bag of a dozen pucks. So There's but- just too many pieces of corn in this turd, man. There's too many riders on the bus. There's not enough dudes pulling their weight on this team. It's uh, like even the young I, guys. I, I, I agree. Up. You can't just rely on the top line. You can't like no. David Krejci. He's probably. He's got, I think he's got one or two goals, just like the big guy said. But Bergeron, Pasta, Marchant, those are like ninety percent. When it should be, I would say seventy percent, and then or maybe even sixty percent, sixty-five percent of your offensive stats, your goals, your assists. Leaving PP aside, there's some times where I'm like, I don't even want them on the power play right now because I, I think we play better. Five on five. Now well, we sure as hell don't score five on five. So right, <laughs> but well, I was very shocked. Yeah, two five minute majors pissed away in the last week. Yeah, 
but I hate how we turn it on within five minutes left of a game when we're oh, down. Yeah. By a goal. The the the, the like, Ford where was this final five. Ford right. final five. We were down yes. by two goals in two yep. separate times and, and still came back and beat the Devils, who are a young, fast, promising team. And that goal is unbelievable. So watch out for the Devils in two to three right. years. Just like I told George, I'm like, unless they F it up and you got guys like Hughes wanting that uh, eight year, 12 million a year type deal. Kudos to the kid if he does. But the thing that I liked is that they, they're they still resilient. At least they – and it almost happened against um, who they played the other night where they got no. two goals. Oh, it was fucking New Jersey. Of course it was. Where we got two goals not called back. One goal was not a goal. The other one Krejcik was interfering with. Okay, could could have gone both ways. But we were there. We were there around the net. Why can't they do that? And I'm not saying every shift because that's just not how the sport goes. Anytime that you know there's like two minutes left, you're down by a goal, adrenaline pumps up. It's just completely natural. In there's every no sense, single in, sport. In, in general, collectively, the Bruins have no sense of urgency even off the jump, as soon as the puck's dropped. There's no, there's no sense of urgency to be like, all right, let's get out to a lead and hold them. And there's no sense of urgency to hold them. Or it's like, holy shit, we've played 58 minutes. We're down by two they goals. We got two minutes. Period. We got two minutes to score. You know, it's like, we got to get two and two. And yeah, they do it. So they get the point. But that's not the they point. They get the point. Like, there's so many overtime. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I texted one of my buddies. They were down 4-3. I go, what are the odds this goes into overtime? Tied it up 4-4. He already had went to bed because he was like, this game is disgusting. The Bruins are playing bad. Yeah, was it a was it a win? Yeah, okay, great. Come from behind. Yeah, but it's a moral Okay, your starting goaltender's not in that. I get that. You're also missing Miller, who hadn't played in 18 months, 720 days or something, and he looked phenomenal for the first 15 games. I'm like, okay, great. And then he gets hurt again. But he's also like Gronkowski. He actually gets injured. Yeah. Like it's not – he's a tough son of a bitch. We all know that. But that's probably to his default. But that's <clears> all he can do. He's never going to be your top defenseman. He's never going to be a three, four. He's your five, six. And he's, yep. your, he's your best six on the roster. I'm going on a tangent. But I still feel that we have a tough road ahead of us. Vladar is going to have to play one of these games. I don't know what's going on with Tuca. Even if DeBrus comes back, is that really a prize? No, it's like kissing your sister sucks. So, I mean, well, George is laughing because he's, he likes it, but it's to me, if we get guys back, especially with Tuca, I think we we can get into that third second and we can start competing with Washington. Washington's on fire. So your penguins are on fire. So you're a buyer at this deadline then. I totally forgot the question, bruh. Um, yeah, but who am I willing to give up? Who's who? I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm, I'm a I'm a seller, and, and give me something good for Krejci. Krejci would be great for a team that's like that's got good chemistry. You don't make that move now with Krejci, though. Yeah, you do. Do it at the end of the year. Do he's a free so, agent so anyway. Bye. All right, all right, all right, all right. Bye. All right, all right. Bye. Like, seriously, bye. I thank you for the titles. Thank you. You've put your you 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 for and I don't I mean again I keep forgetting Critchie's been here for like 12, 13, 14 years. Like 14 years. He's yeah. been around for a long time. I it just doesn't seem it. But in the same token, name something he's really done memorable. 
He's been great in the playoffs, and that's why he'd be good. Like uh, I, I heard, uh, uh, we were I still talking. think he's the best playmaker. Islanders, in, in, in... Islanders could use a guy like Krejci, right? Islanders have so many weapons now. Obviously, anybody could use anybody who's anybody could use a guy like David Krejci. Right, but but a guy, the guy to sees up... the ice better than probably, I would say, ninety percent of the guys on uh, in the league. Yep, he creates passes. He's a playmaker. Then why the question is then why hasn't he had a consistent line mate and Bergeron has well because so, Bergeron and Marshawn have been together and it it just clicked, but Pasta also has done well with Krejci, not yeah. as well as he's done with Bergeron. But who's who else is to the far left? Marshawn. I mean I think Krejci's over fourteen years for not having any consistent line mate, he's done pretty well. So is he your trade bait? Sure, but what are you going to get yep. back for him, bro? Um, you want a draft pick? So you're can't. So to me, that's just you're. Who are you going to? Who are you going to replace Krejci with? Coyle, who's having a dog shit year. I don't give a shit how how he got that goal last night in in the shootout. He's not playing well. None of those guys are. Oh, I I have maybe a team like Colorado. See who's available on a Colorado, <laughs> or uh, maybe a team like I don't know. Florida, maybe Carolina could use a guy like, Great I mean, again, Ekblad, who just, <clears throat> whose knee is still on the ice. Yeah. Well, I hope yeah. he gets retired. That was awful, but yeah, it was, but, <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing is you got a guy like Krejci, you could get something for him, right? You want to get to, you know, like that's the thing is sell. Well, sell you have high. more faith in guys like coil guys like, uh, Jack Stanika, um, but York, I, but is, I, York is having, a, in my opinion, great, a great third, good third line guy. Yep. Good third line guy. He could be great bait. Yep. Yep. He hasn't yeah, really, maybe. you know, panned. He hasn't been the Marshant that they, everybody thought he was potentially could be eighty percent of. <laughs> He's good yeah. bait. Listen, you, they were talking wanna... about him, Jake DeBrusque, possibly Krejci for OEL, which I yep. wanted that. So I'll do bad. that. Yeah. You want to maybe explore that again. You know, all I'm saying is I would sell and I would sell some of the pieces like Krejci that you could. Um, obviously, the three untouchables are Pasternak, Bergeron, and Marshawn. McAvoy, two, four. If you yep, want to make a blockbuster, you probably throw in Carlos, yeah. see what you want. But yep. I think Carlos is still one of the best somebody defenseman wants- defenseman on the team. Charlie somebody- McAvoy, in my opinion, yeah. is the best defenseman in the league. Right. right. That's well, a um, bias. Okay. Fair. He is coming into his own. He is he is definitely coming into his own and looks very, very good with his decision making uh of when to move up on the play. Like what was the goal that he scored that uh what was it? Uh uh was it Ryder? Somebody moved in the back. They moved back in his position and he crept up and got the goal and turned around and pointed right to him. And I was like, Yep, because he knew he moved up and it was able to have, you know, uh have McAvoy come come around and and you know, down underneath by the goal. And down and close to get that. So I can appreciate his, his ability to read the, the ice the way he does. I will tell you, somebody wants to get stupid on Tuca, he's all yours. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's just an opinion though. Yeah, no, I, yeah, but that, no, I'm telling you, that's who, that's what I would go with. Cause again, you're, you're cashing the season away. I'm sorry. That's fine. We that's, need a goalie. That's fine. Name me, name me a goalie, a starting goalie. Halak that's doing with Vladar, good. Halak with Vladar and roll with it. Nope, not even entertaining that. Well, got the same stats as Rask this season. He's played one more game than him. He has a better save percentage. He has lower. Okay, GAA. come talk talk to me in the playoffs. 
It's not going to matter because Rask is not going to be here. Rask is is given up on hockey. I don't know what's wrong with him right now. I think it says upper body injury. I think it's more of a pelvic area injury, a um, little leakage there. <clears throat> what do you mean, Rich? Our female fr- friends and fans want to know. He's not tough. He has no heart to play hockey anymore. He gave up last year. For whatever reason, whether it was real or whether he just wanted to be home, I don't even care anymore. Tuca has never been the guy in his entire career in Boston to win that game for you. He's just, he's not. He okay, has, but Halak and Vladar are not the answer moving yeah, forward. That's all we have now anyway. That's all we have now. Tuka's and I don't think Tuca's trade bait because he's hurt. He's or he doesn't want to play. Let him walk. He's eight and a half million. He's 34 years old, has become very unreliable in the last several years. And obviously doesn't have a strong heart for being, you know, on the ice at the tough times. What if you could get OEL and shore up your defense? And that meant you have to get rid of uh, um, Tuca. You're shoring up your defense. It's going to make it harder Tuka's for not, them. Tuca's not trade bait, guys. He's hurt. And and, and the, the act that he pulled last year, who would want him? I mean, people were asking Don Sweeney, is he coming back? Is he coming back? Can't, you know. Are you willing to put him on the table? And I think at one point, Sweeney may have had a conversation, not with teams, but internally to see if Tuca was a coming back. And once he said that he was coming back, okay, so now do we introduce, do, do people want an eight and a half million dollar? And I don't think there are any takers. I think Players he's going to around the league too, to the uh, expansion draft and Seattle's going to take him. I think that's the easiest course of action yep. for the Bruins with Tuca. Yeah. So I, that's the thing, though. That's what I mean. Like, I don't think Tuca is trade bait. No, right. but he can be expansion bait. Yeah. Fine. That that's <sighs> that's great. That doesn't do me any good moving forward. Shark bait. Ooh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. No. Well, look, there's a lot wrong with the Bruins, you know, obviously, even though there's a lot that does go right. And all the heart, the brains, and the balls reside in the first line. And within the first unit, you know, including probably McAvoy and whoever the hell he's dragging around on the ice with him. Um, and Halak's been the guy this year, 916 save percentage, 2.27 GAA. And he's the backup, but he plays like a starter. I mean, not a great starter, but. He's, you know, he's played like a great backup, and now he's yeah. he's going to start games. You'll watch that that go down. Yeah, might. I mean, he it's just it's just who he is. And I don't think Fladar. He had a great couple of games. He's and not that terrible, kid Swayman, uh, Swayman, or whatever, however you pronounce it. I hope you know we're going to be able to pronounce it correctly. He's the next up and coming. The the guy from um, Maine, but he's not ready yet. You don't right. bring a twenty. T- Goalies are different, as everybody knows. Fladar is twenty three. I mean. You don't bring anybody up. Brad Holpe is probably the exception. Carey Price, when they came up in 20, uh, Corey, uh, is it Corey Hart? Get yep. from Philly. Carter 20, Hart. Carter Hart. Thank you. 20 years old. Patrick there Roth, are, th- there are needs. He won the Stanley Cup. Patrick Holpe? Wong, 86, was a rookie. He won the Stanley Cup, man. Bro, bro door. I mean, there are exceptions. Goalie. I'm not saying that, but there's also like a desperate need, like Carter Hart. Philly has never really had a good goalie in the last 15, 20 years. We're in 2021. Yeah. Maybe you're Ron Hextall days, but never that consistent every, you know, 10 year guy. So they needed it. They Carter Hart was there. Carrie price, same thing stepped up. 
Uh, Holpe, same thing, stepped up and, and had that, and they just kept running. Goalies are different. I, <laughs> I'm not ready to risk losing Tuca to rely on Halak, Vladar, especially the kid Swyman who's having his first full year of pros. It, it can ruin a career. It can ruin a career. Maybe there's some bait down there if you want to trade a kid like Swyman, but I don't, it's also too early to tell. Tuka's 34, man. He's done. I get he's it. Old. I get it. But he's not trade bait. So if he comes back, you use him, and then you probably let him go. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, there's if someone's willing to give you something for him, if he's – like I said, I think he's going to go via expansion if he goes. They'll expose him, and he'll get picked up, and that'll be the end of Tuka. But you can't trade the young guys. I mean, we got – I mean, look what the Devils are doing. They have Wedgwood. I mean, Blackwood. They just threw him in there. Same thing with the Rangers. Gr- Grigoriev, he's like uh, 20, the Russian 22. there. Yeah, there's a lot of goalies. I mean, there's a lot of teams that that will do it. It's can they continue to do it like the Brodors, the Holpies, who's now yeah. Well, we're not going to find out if we don't let him play. And I mean, Tuka's old. He's goodbye. I mean, the window may have closed. You know, I I guess I don't know. I mean, that was hey, that's a good window though. It was open for nine, ten years. Yeah, no, it's true. You know, I want the window to be open all year round. Well, I'll catch a draft. <laughs> I mean, you know, 20-something, 28 years in a row playoffs. I mean, in hockey, getting into the playoffs is different than, like, baseball. I mean, you have four possible rounds, and teams catch fire in the playoffs all the time. I mean, look at the fucking Blues. They had no business winning that Stanley Cup. But they caught fire. I mean, Dallas last year getting to the Cup final. They are dog shit down there in Texas. They had goaltender issues. They didn't know if Bishop was your guy or that crazy bastard that I still love uh, that plays for the Bees. Uh, Yeah, could open. Yep. Yeah, they're horrible this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of horrible. Fantasy guys. Speaking of horrible, uh, I say we continue on with the rest of the doom and gloom. To a team that is currently in the uh, month of March, six and seven, not including tonight, currently losing 33 to 25. That is your Boston Celtics, ladies and gentlemen. They are, uh, again, playing Dallas right now down 33, 25, uh, uh, 30, 30, sorry, 33, 30, as I just got an update on the phone. Uh, So. Yeah, I'll be interested. So I don't necessarily want to talk about the games because we could go at nauseum and just how bad this team sucks, what they did for the trades and all that stuff. My question for you guys is this. Celtics come back uh, to the Garden. They got home fans. Should the fans be booing this team out of the arena? I mean, I think it... No, because if I'm a fan and I get tickets... It's it's like uh, it's like you won. You oh, forget gold. the Willy, forget the Willy Wonka factory of it. If you're a fan and you and the Celtics put this, why the product fuck would you the... go to the game and watch the Boston Celtics if you're a fan? What kind of fan are we talking about? Because if I'm a season ticket holder, you're I'm still going to the fan, game Matthew. because I want to feel normal. <laughs> I want to feel normal. I want to drink beers. I want to pay for those ten dollar beers. And I want to drink fifteen of them. Unlike you, you cheap bastard. 
And I'm gonna yeah, I get yeah. the five dollar beers, gonna, and I drink and I'm gonna cheer them. when they get a three pointer after shooting, you know, going zero for sixteen, and they finally hit one. And then I'm gonna cheer when they tie it up, and then I'm gonna boo them when they lose by 15, 17 points, like they did the other night. So you are so you do you think they should be booed? I think they should be booed right Why would I want to boo them out of there? I've been waiting for a year and a half for them to get back on the court so I can see them. <laughs> yeah, to see a terrible product. I think they need they deserve to get booed. I think it's just the atmosphere. Oh, I think this team I think this team has a lot of problems. Yeah, you go to I think Sully, the attitude. You know, you grab yourself a cold pop, maybe <laughs> Sully's even ball. open anymore? <laughs> I don't know. The back door is always open. <laughs> Fair enough. Rich, what say you? Do you uh um if this is the Bruins, if this Bruins team was like the Celtics team, vastly underachieving and loaded with talent, but just vastly underachieving and falling on their face. Wait, that that does sound kind of sound like the Bruins, isn't it? But either way, I um, know what I know Rich would say. I know would, what he would you say. boo them? Would you boo them? Yeah. Okay. Again. Yeah. Boo. Boo. Oh, that's really Queen scary. Garbage. <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to go one and nine in their next 10 games. I was looking at their schedule. I see uh, one win. The go ahead, please. By all means, fire off, sir. Mavs lost. Rockets lost. Hornets lost. 76ers Rockets. lost. Knicks lost. Wolves win. Nuggets lost. Blazers lost. Lakers lost. Warriors lost. One and nine in their next 10. Maybe two and eight. They might be able to beat the Knicks, but I doubt it. Even the Rockets. I. Yeah, Rockets are going to beat them. Worst Celtics team in the NBA, offense. aren't they? I ain't even mad. They have two big problems, <laughs> offense and defense. <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> Listen, you can't have better analysis than that, folks. Um, yeah, well, I'm with you. This on the paper. <laughs> and they're still in the seventh. It's on the paper. I forgot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, speaking of ramrod, that's what I mean. Like the Celtics are just ramrodding the fans right now. I don't know. I mean, I think um, I think this team needs a full on enema. I think this team really, really needs to get blown up. Um, and I think that if the Celtics end up being like the Indiana Pacers, finishing fourth, fifth, sixth, get blown out in the first round, or even make it to the second round and and lose. This team's in big trouble for next year. I don't think the Fournier deal is really nothing special. And I just don't really think this team. Yeah, I don't think this team's that good. That's I think, uh, I mean, look at a hey, perfect example. This is the perfect example of how, how bad this team is. If you were watching the game the other night, when uh, uh, there was like 0.03 and it was Peyton Pritchard on the jump with somebody else. First of all, nobody jumped because nobody wanted to touch the ball. So our referee says, fine. When they finally get it touched, the ball goes to Marcus Smart, who throws the ball across the court to try and get in the basket because he thinks it's his 0.3 seconds, not the other team's 0.3 seconds. And then oh. gets in a yelling match with um, uh, um, um, Walker while they're on the court. Uh, like, and I'm oh, say yelling everybody match, but... wanted to keep smart because oh. of his defense, his leadership. He's been here the longest. I've never been a fan of a guy that just, yeah, he dives across in a playoff game to save the ball. Okay, 
cool. You're not Dennis Rodman, bro. You're not Rajon Rondo. Okay. You're not Larry Bird. First off, you're not even in the starting five. Give me at least 25% of the games. Okay. I've never been a fan of Marcus Smart. He plays average defense. And the guy, that's a mental mistake. That to me. I got to stop you there, sir. He plays better than average defense, but go on. Oh, yeah. Well, then he makes up for his F ups with the offense that he displays. Okay. So I'm bringing down the below average. You know what? He sucks. That's a mental <laughs> mistake by a professional basketball player. It's supposed to be one of your leaders in the locker room. Yep. I agree with that. How can you do that? Because there's something wrong with this team. Nobody's involved. Nobody's focusing. Nobody wants to really play. Nobody wants to be about Boston Celtic right now. There's a culture thing. There's not a winning culture. It's a bad culture in there. It's like you, you show up to work every single day. And even though you still love the game of basketball, you're not having fun. And that's exactly what's going on with the Boston Celtics. Unfortunately, they may get traded and they may do great. And I hope they do. They still love the game. They're just not having fun. And it's not because they're losing. It's not like they're, they only have 10 wins on the year. They're still in seventh place. It could be worse, but they just don't get along. There's, there's bad juju. You know what? Kyrie. He left the juju there, George. It was the sage. And you guys were mad at me because I went on that rant and you guys were like, Oh no, I don't know what you're ranting about. I didn't told give you I this. still don't give a shit that he did it. I told you this. I don't believe in that voodoo stuff. I listen. Nobody, what are we going to get? We're going to get a live chicken for you. Yeah. That, yeah. That yeah nothing wrong with some fresh man. chicken, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Get There's some. one on Cambridge Street. There's a big sign yeah. in yellow letters, fresh chicken. It seems more like Irving's sense of entitlement as a star player in the league rubbed off on Brown and Smart and Tatum yep. before they're actually stars because they're not playing with any sort of like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like intelligent control. I guess, like you, like you were saying, Marcus, Marcus Smart didn't even know what the situation was and just flung the ball off the court. There's been times where you know they dribble the ball and they rush the ball up the court with second. You know they're in the lead, but they run up the court and, and throw up a three. Like none of these guys have tactical awareness, is what I'm going to call it. They're just out there, you know, playing ball and not thinking about how to win the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yep. no strategy to it. It's just, it's like playing video game basketball. It's just back and forth. Who can score? Or who can I stop from scoring? But there's no strategy involved in how to make that happen. It's just back and forth. I think. No. Nope. I, uh, no, I agree. They uh, they lacked uh, they lack any leadership from anybody on the court and off the court. I don't think Brad Stevens is the leader this team needs. Um, I think he's too passive in his approach sometimes. Um, you know, Doc Rivers would be one to get in a player's face and not care who it is because he had the respect of the team. It's not that I don't think they don't respect Brad, but the level of respect is what it worries me. And I just think this team right now, just like I said, they need a giant enema. I think you got to trade Jalen uh, Brown and Jason Tatum 
And again, like I said, I'm going to go trade Jason Tatum because I think you can get more for him as a superstar and build it around Brown. And maybe you build it around Brown and 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 Smart. Maybe if you like Smart and you want to keep him because of his defense and whatnot, and Smart becomes that quote-unquote KG leader, the heart and soul of the team, and Brown becomes the, the Paul Pierce, the actual leader, the guy that people follow. You know, and, and smart starts following Brown because, hey, if he's the leader, I'm going to follow him, even though I know I should be leading and sort of humbles himself that way. Then maybe. But um, this team needs it a lot. This team's in a lot of help and they need a lot of work. And uh, again, totally. another, quick, another quick update, 45 to 34. Dallas is winning with five, about 550 left in the uh, in that's the great. second. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, like I said, they're six and seven in the month of March, not including tonight's game. So that's awesome. Um, let's talk about something kind of interesting. This was coming down the pipeline, but obviously we, you know, we, we knew about it, but it was a matter of when, and it is a 17 game schedule here for the NFL. So how this is going to work is as such the same way it works normally that you play your division twice, you play two other divisions home and away. And then you play one other division. uh, Sorry, the two other divisions in your conference based on where you finish. So if you finish first, then you'll play uh, either the AFC North, the central or the South uh, or the AFC North, the West and the South. You'll play the first place team in that division. So that's how it used to work. Now with the adding, and I love this idea, by the way, I think the NFL did a really, really good job with this. You're going to be playing. So with 17 games, either all the AFC or all the NFC is going to get a home game. So, and if the NFC is the home game, the home team, then that, then that's, you know, so you're going to end up playing, you know, uh, it's all of them. So it's not like it's a, you know, some here, some there. It's each and each and one, so that it alternates every other year, starting with uh, this coming year. And let me see if I can find where it is. So basically, what it is, the formula for scheduling the season will consist of two parts. This is off of ESPN's article. First, AFC NFC teams will alternate annually between eight and nine home games. AFC will have nine in 2021. The extra game will be a cross-conference matchup based on previous year's divisional standings and the divisional schedule rotation from two seasons prior. So I know that all sounds confusing, but like I said, in the normal way, you would play your division. You would play another two divisions completely, another AFC division, another NFC division. And then to round out your other games, you'd play where you finished the other two teams in the other two divisions in that conference. You're now taking that same rotational that they have for the uh, for the NFC and just rotating a team in based on where you stay. So we happen to land on this year. It coming up is the NFC East. And the Cowboys finished the same place we did because the AFC gets the home game this year. The Cowboys are coming to Foxborough. Kind of nice. Kind of nice. Kind of a big draw. Um, I think that's going to make it really nice, really interesting. You know, your top teams, you'll be playing top teams, you know. So, I mean, the biggest knock was Brady only, uh, Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers only played once in Foxborough or maybe even once or twice, you know, really at all in their careers until, mm-hmm. 
you know, Brady played, you know, down in Tampa. So for me, it's like you get to see all these big high name, you know, uh, uh, quarterbacks and whatnot going through. I think it's a brilliant idea. I think alternating home and away is perfect. And I think once you set up the, uh, the second, uh, and once you get to 18 games, I think you'll be okay with that too, because then they'll find another division that you're playing, um, in the, um, and where you're slotted. So if you finish third, you'll play another division in a team that you'll, that finished third. So I think it's brilliant. I think, I think it's, it's well done. Um, obviously the players aren't happy. It's an extra game. Um, the other good thing about this is I think it's every handful of years. Um, the Super Bowl Sunday, based on how the schedule works, will fall on President's Day weekend which gives you that three-day weekend. So you can have a little fun on Super Bowl Sunday, chill out. I think once they go to 18 weeks, uh, that is going to be the um, that is going to be the norm that they're going to try and do because I think that's what they've also been trying to do is push that back. I know a lot of – I mean, if you're a football fan, you're a sports fan. I mean, hell, I did topless uh, snow angels this past year at midnight. So um, – Yeah, thanks for that. You're welcome, America. Um Oh, that's so, gone. so, uh, so with, uh, with, with the topless snow angels and stuff, people having a good time, you're going to want to, you know, have that uh, Monday off. So I think that's a, and I know a lot of people at work, I know a handful of my friends that take Super Bowl Monday off, so to speak, as it were, just to have the day off to recover and whatnot. Um, so I think that's great. Uh, I think it's great. Uh, what are you guys thoughts on, uh, on uh, the new NFL schedule? Go you can go. Well, I don't like it. I'm a curmudgeon. I don't like the rib. I mean, the plan sounds good, but I'm a traditionalist, you know, and I know it's changed a lot over the years, but I, I like to change things as little as possible, especially when it's all about chasing money. Um, and the fact that the league, after the years of scandal involving the head injuries and the, you know, I forget the name of it. I had to read the book for a college class about the concussions and all that kind of stuff. You went you know, to college? Um, yeah, man. I graduated with honors from U Lowell in 2016. That a boy. Yeah. Um, I was wondering where he got that fame, yeah, that long word, curmudgeon. Yeah, curmudgeonly. It's actually tattooed on the inside of my lip. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Beats that other one that's tattooed on the inside. Inside <laughs> of my lip. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, my asshole. Um, <laughs> the league, you know, instead of taking steps toward, you know, lessening the amount of, you know, contact and injuries the players have they ratcheted it up because that fourth week of preseason most of the starters only played a little bit well, you know, i think it's down to two preseason two preseason games now so two two half speed games but now one extra full speed game and i'm sure this is going to lead to an extra round of playoffs somehow extra playoff teams because money 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 this is the same thing that ruined baseball yep. going yep. to interleague and making it a regular feature and taking away the mystique of the two leagues. And I know the NFL doesn't have that because they've always mixed, but just, you know, 16 was a nice round number. Six, week 16, you know what I mean? Having the Super Bowl following the first weekend in February, you know, like clockwork for 50 plus years. 
but it's now money signs. Let's make more money. Let's dilute the game further. Let's muck up, you know, records and traditions just so we can make more money now. Well, you could have a 16, uh, I mean, a 6,000 yard passing champ. Yeah. All now, I mean, if Patrick Mahomes could throw for 6,000 yards next year. Yeah. Now there's an extra, an extra regular game that, you know, and I know it, what did it go from uh, 14 to 16? Yeah, in like 1976, like at some point. But now you're just going to see records get obliterated because there's an extra game now. Yeah. So, like you said, six thousand yards passing, yep. um, sixty touchdowns. It's you know, and I'm not saying this is like the 154 versus 162. Uh, Maris really didn't break the record kind of thing because I know football records, usually it's not about the individual records as much. It's more about the Super Bowl championships and such for the teams and the players and all that, like touchdowns and yardage. Yards but, per season, pat, touchdowns per season. Yeah, like now all those – fuck it up, though. It's just – it's I don't know. I just I, – I prefer the leagues to stay in the framework that they were in for many years because that worked and chasing money now has just shown to dilute the game and affect interest. And, you know, it, they only seek the ratings. It's all about the ratings. Look at the joke baseball's become with the, the silly bullshit they, they pull, um, you know, and, and football's following that path. And it's just, it's a bummer, you know, for me, I think personally, just to see the way that the game chases the dollar and doesn't try to improve the game. Right. Let's make more money, but let the game fall apart. So All whatever. Right. Matt, yeah, you're I'm, I'm in agreement with him. I uh, I don't like it. <clears throat> I think pay, uh, players aren't going to like it. They get, yeah, they get the extra week. They get the extra time to break records, season records. Uh, I think it's horrible on the human body, especially what you're doing with all these concussion protocols, uh, the CTE the technology that that's coming about there um, and changing the game to keep guys like Brady that can play 21 years, 22 years in the league. And then you add another game. So it's kind of almost you're taking away those big crunch, you know, the, the big crunch hits, the head on hits, the head to head, which I'm for, I don't want to see anybody lose. You know, I don't want to see anybody just absolutely. I can't think of a nice word. I don't want to see everybody knocked out of the game because of a head injury. Now I'm not saying that adding another game is going to cause that, but players are getting paid less. You know, you're making 10 million a year for eight, for, for 16 games. Now you get now, whatever that they look at per game, what I'm getting paid per game. And it's really not affecting the guys that got the, the four or five year deals. It's affecting the guy that's going week to week. It's affecting the guy that's a rookie in his entry level contract. He can get cut tomorrow. That's who it's affecting. Like, he picks up an extra game, he may get paid, but he, if he, but at the same time, he's also, uh, it's more of a grind and it's a different generation. And I, I don't, I don't see it from a player standpoint. And as far as ratings go, they football has not been doing well in the last two, three years. And this year, the worst, but ratings across the board were down. Well, and I think that has to do a lot of COVID pandemic, I don't think they care that. about I don't necessarily I mean they care about the ratings. I I agree, but I think the owners are more excited about the hundred billion that's one hundred that, that's my other point. Billion that the owners dollars. don't see it. 
that they just signed on TV contracts, making Amazon, Amazon the exclusive yeah. for Thursday night football. Yeah, so here's what you're going to do with Amazon, and here's, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to watch Thursday night football when the Pats are on. And then if I want to go back to my Law & Order show at halftime, I'm going to have to click out of Amazon. Then I'm going to have to change the input, and then I'm going to have to go to Law & Order. And by the time I do that, it's going to be a commercial at Law & Order. By the time I get five minutes of action – of a guy on the witness stand just crying because they know they got the guy and they're going to get his ass for 20 to life. Then I have to switch back to Amazon. I have to switch back inputs. It's a pain in the ass, dude. They, yeah, yeah, you're right. They don't care. So if they, they got that $100 billion contract or whatever it was, but it was in the billions. $100 billion. Why, the, why do you need to add a game? I don't want to go down mem- – I don't want to go down the road with this. I don't like it. I think you care about the players – if that's what you, the players, then why are you adding another game? Because they could unif- unilaterally do it without any player repercussion. So they did. And it's a weak union. Uh, the weakest in the league. The weakest yeah. ever. They're, they're the One side of trouble and they fold like a paper chair. It is. They're terrible. The the, the NFL union is awful. Um, But we shall see. I think it's going to 18 games soon. I think it's going to have to probably be in the next CBA. Um, for fantasy, it's going to be shortened. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is then if you're gonna if you're gonna have it that way, then you need really expanded rosters, and you know you're gonna find guys that are gonna have to take days off. Like, you know, like a man. Imagine having like uh, you know Derrick Henry. And then weeks nine and 10, he's got to sit so they can gear him up for the second half of the season. You know, that's what you may end up looking like, you know, down the road. So um, mm-hmm. I just had a thought, uh, which I hope I didn't lose. Shit, I lost it. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Cool. All right. Um, I was going to give it to you, too. I was going to let you have it. I couldn't, I um, lost it. Okay. Well, uh, so I think it's good. Um, oh, I remember, dude. Yes. You know what's going to end up happening is the union eventually is going to grow some balls and they're going to demand guaranteed contracts. And I think the and I think the guaranteed contracts, the NFL is going to, and I think the NFL is going to do it. But then the contracts aren't going to be for the twelve years like a Deshaun Watson. You want no. guaranteed money? Four years. If that, probably closer to three. That's the average expectancy for most running backs. I mean, yep. I can't even tell you how many wide receivers and, and shit come and go. But yep. you're, yeah, I, I think they're going to have to start guaranteeing contracts with an extra full blown, you know, full blow, uh, full bore game. Chances for injury increases. Yep, and that's I'm with you. Guys are going to be out of the league before they know it. Absolutely. Um, Deshaun Watson update quickly. Um, what was it now? Three more women came out and there was somebody who Total went of... on the, on the record with sports illustrated, but she's only been a masseuse for him. And I don't think she was spilling any beans per se. Um, uh, but, um, it's starting to look a lot worse and worse. And again, you know, we, we said at the beginning, it's, it's still, uh, to me, it's still a little suspect, very sus as the kids say, uh, that, um, that this lawyer is who he is the super fan right next to the, you know, the McNair's house knows the McNair. Like it's it's really the timing of all of it is very sus. 
everything seems to be just kind of too perfect. If it's for lack of a better way of putting it, um, you know, and, and I'm, again, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping that I, well, I shouldn't say I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping that, um, that if Deshaun Watson is the character that they're portraying him out to be that, you know, the, the league takes action, the, 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 the justice system takes action, but supposedly he's been messaging people, deleting messages, asking people to settle. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I look at this as a guy who's desperate trying to not get this to continue out in the public. I think he just wants it to go away because it's a, I don't want to say a nuisance, but it's a distraction right it's, now. I mean, yeah. He just wants, I mean, he wants to move forward. He thought he was going right. to go to another team and then this happened and timing is just, like you said, poor. I think at this point he's like, all right, I just want to play ball. Like, I just want this to go away. If I have to sit out a year because I don't, I still don't want to play for Houston. Fine. Uh, but I'll be willing to settle. He's not the first guy in the NFL. He's not the first professional athlete to settle. Uh, it's just, this is now up to 18 women possibly 21 by tomorrow. And one lawyer saying that he has evidence again, he hasn't been invested criminally. I don't know. Yeah. The kid just, you can duff a bunch of different avenues. Um, but again, he's not the first person ever to settle something civilly. Right. Um, so now if it ends up being criminally, then. Oh shit. Right. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, uh, sucks all around uh, on that front, obviously, for him and all the people involved, um, you know, including the um, the women that he's allegedly done this to. Um, so that's uh, that really sucks. Um, and hopefully that gets cleared up and we can and we and him and the teams could all move on to uh, to football oriented conversations. Uh, before we do get out of here, I do want to give a quick shout out because this is awesome. We're back to being, uh, uh, you know, uh, title town, uh, the Boston pride, the women's hockey league, uh, in the, uh, national women's hockey league, yeah. NWSL, uh, they took home the Isabel cup this past week in, uh, warrior, uh, come out and play warrior ice arena where they were playing with some of their games. So Congratulations to the Boston Pride, the Isabel, uh, Isabel, I should say, Cup winners. Um, pretty badass. Does it? Uh, you know, it's it it does it does, but pretty badass. A lot of women, I think, from uh from this area. Uh, there's a Lexi Liang. She's from Marblehead. Um, so it's uh kind of nice. And I'll be honest with you, I know in this uh, you know, there's been a lot of. I don't want to say me too movement because I hate using that, but a lot of like uh, conversations about women's sports lately with the NCAA, you know, um, and their indirect or direct treatment of the women's March Madness. When you think of March Madness, what do they flash on the screen? All the men's highlights. There's no women's or there's, oh, March Madness is no like women's commercials until they get to like the final four or whatnot. Um, so there's no real, you know, watch this other than you know the guys on the telecast telling you to watch some of the women's game but even that i don't think they're going at it full bore so it's nice to see that the women are going to get some well-deserved respect uh in the sporting community recently so i wanted to give our respect and props to bringing home another title 
here to Boston, the home of Titletown, USA. Mm. You know, screw Detroit. Far out. Yeah. So that is pretty much it. Um, any parting shots, gentlemen? No, boys. Good work. Like the hustle. Yep. Yep. More hustle than the uh, than the uh, Celtics back on defense. I will say one quick thing before we do get out of here. This was breaking news uh, earlier today. Uh, the Premier Lacrosse League Cannons, formerly of the Boston Cannons, uh, as the leagues kind of combined, they picked up one and only Mr. Chris Hogan. So Chris Hogan back signed with New England. As I said earlier, Chris Hogan is back playing lacrosse for the Premier League Lacrosse Champions. Uh, Cannons, uh, Chris Hogan? That Chris Hogan, yes. From the Patriots is now playing lacrosse. Correct, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Interesting. So, yep. So he was uh, picked up on the, I believe it was the expansion draft. Um, so kind of nice to see him. I know that there was uh, a bunch of people putting, you know, like, uh, I think the Patriots put up a retweet of the cannons with uh, the googly eyes, the Oh, look at this. And then he put that up and then Julian Edelman put it up. So I just retweeted Julian Edelman's because I'm like, hey, if he's jumping off the bridge, well, then God damn it. So am I. Uh, but that is it. That is our show. Again, congrats to the uh, the Boston Pride. Good luck to the Celtics and the Bruins tomorrow. Red Sox. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Good sure. luck because you're going to need it. In fact, Matt, I got a question for you. How much are they paying you tomorrow? The Red Sox, I mean, to start the game for them because they need it. Well, nothing. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> oh, um, so you're negotiating in good faith. Ah, Management can... was restructuring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Management was restructuring the number of left-handed pitches they're going to have coming out of their bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing this shirt underneath the jersey. Oh my god, I disconnect my freaking audio. There we go. I think I'm back. My goodness. That is our show. That's how we end our show. Because you know, why not have a complete and total screw up? Um, for Rich Mays, for Matt O'Brien, for Sean Farhadi, who couldn't make it. Make sure you. I am GJ Mitchell. Make sure you are following all of our uh, socials. The Armchair Sports Guys on Facebook, at the Armchair Sports Guys on. Instagram, armchair underscore guys on Twitter. And if you want to be part of the show again, Bill Shanahan, next time you follow on us, don't just type some shit in Facebook. Send call. call. Click the button. Call us up and talk some trash to us because that's what you're supposed to do. Don't just send us a cute little text message there, sweetie. Uh, but that's it. You're going to make sure you click that link. Call right in. You can get to us. Or if you want to be on Jackass of the Week, maybe you got a Jackass you want to nominate. Maybe you want to do hot take court. You want to debate all of us. Maybe you want to tell me I'm an idiot for all my hot takes, my lava-like sizzling fire sports takes. Then that's fine too. Send us an email, thearmchairsportsguys at gmail.com. Again, on behalf of Sean, who couldn't be with us. For Rich, for Matt, I am GJ. Signing off saying enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you.